I'm surrounded by all the correct equipment. It's quite all right, my friend. It's quite all right. Hand me, hand me the kick drum, Mike. I want that. Welcome to uh, None of This Matters. This is episode eight at this point. Yeah. Fuck, man. We made it this far. Yeah, dude. This is Can't long, kill us now. This is the longest I've ever made it without giving up on anything in my life. Eight episodes. Eight it. tries. Excellent. I'm uh, Danny Copage. This is James Mann. Fucking sitting here killing it. How's uh, how's your week going, man? I'm, uh, we, I'm so happy it's over, man. I barely, I, need it. I barely got to talk to you at all this week. I know. I've been busy. I've been real busy. I haven't been sleeping. That's my problem. Why? I need to sleep. I need a full day of sleep. Why haven't you been sleeping? Because I've been working and doing a whole bunch of shit, and I need a rest. I'm I need so a rest. excited for tomorrow. I'm going to get up at 3 in the afternoon. Where are you supposed to play some uh, show? And I say show because I say that with quotations around it. I put show. I put I put the quotations around supposed to. <laughs> so is, what happened exactly? Oh, no one. Uh, no one remembers who who asked us about the show or where that message is between personal messages, regular messages, Facebook <laughs> messages, the stupid band page app that anybody who's ever used. Just if you like it. If you could write to me why you like it and explain to me so that I can I can hear another opinion because that thing sucks. What? Having all the different apps, the Pages app on Facebook. <laughs> Fucking throwing it up. Throwing, I'm yeah, throwing my goddamn life He's willing me away with a real, real flamboyant flap of the wrist. Be gone. <laughs> Be gone, peasant. There you go. Take him, take him to now the guillotine. It's, now it's class warfare. Now it's getting good. Take him to the guillotine. Gu- guillotine. <laughs> guillotine. Yo. Don't say it like an American. Nuclear. 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 It's like new metal. No, nah, that sounds nuclear. like a. That sounds like the company that takes over the end of the world. Nuclear. Nuclear. You know who's spearheading it? Pesky emotions. Try nuclear. Nuclear. Clear eyes are awesome. Nuclear eyes are awesome. <laughs> the fuck? Whatever happened to Ben Stein? Remember that motherfucker? When that sends money. Did, why did he stop doing Clear Eyes commercials? I don't know. Man. He was the voice of the stoner that never smoked. Or maybe he probably did. No, he apparently was like a staunch conservative. I've seen him on like Fox News before. Oh, oh. Like given his like uh anti Obama fucking rhetoric a couple of years ago. Really? Yeah. Really, Ben Stein? Staunch. Oh, he was a fucking uh, advisor to Nixon before he became an actor. That's what he did. He was full on in politics. Wow. Yeah, Ben Stein was a fucking advisor for President Richard Nixon, the All Honorable. Who would have thought Al Frankel was going to be the reasonable one? Who? Al Franco? Frankel. Who's Frankel? He did. Oh, he was another guy. He was on Saturday Night Live. He's like the oh, senator no, that, from like that's Minnesota. Al, Al Franken. Franken. What did I say? Yeah, yeah. Al Frank Franco. <laughs> El Frico. He's actually James Franco's older brother. He just didn't know that. He is El Franco. This is why we don't discuss politics because we're not that good at it. Mistake. I know he's a like senator. Minnesota, for sure. Wisconsin, something, something up there. He's a, he's in Deb for sure a senator of a Midwestern state. Al Frank and I heard the every cast member that was ever on any podcast telling story, the old SNL stories that Al Frank apparently is kind of a prick. Probably. That makes sense. He went into Probably. politics. Yeah, exactly. Only pricks go into politics. Ooh, a little blow. I don't really care. No, no, no. I still fucking subscribe to the idea that, I don't know. I don't know, man. What, what he's trying of? to say is he still subscribes to Nickelodeon Magazine. He enjoys the puzzles. He likes to find out what iCarly's up to. 
I actually have a subscription because I clicked one of those buttons that I'll be able to download like a song for fucking <laughs> three subscriptions for the rest of my life. Has anybody else received my petition to bring back hit clips? The fuck is hit clips? Oh, man. I, I don't know what it is, but I already love it. <laughs> remember iMesh? No. Remember Kazaa? Kaza? I, I said Kaza, so Kazaa like, just bothered me. Sounds pompous. Kazaa. I downloaded my free music on Kazaa. Well, I, I, fuck I, you. I pirated my Metallica off <laughs> Kazaa. Uh, uh, then there was Dusha Kazaa Light. For, for the casual downloader, Kazaa was for the heavy in bulk. Like, I'm trying to rob Lars Ulrich blind over here. <laughs> and they made Kazaa Light for the casual music going person. Wants to download, just want to do songs to every day. Doesn't want to rob the musician, but just, you know, wants to remove a Twix out of the aisle walking out of the 7-Eleven. No big deal. God damn, bro. You went with that. Yeah, you man. really went with that. I was just thinking, like, I think I I got most of my content from LimeWire in my history. Like, that was what... Now, LimeWire sketched me out. Oh, it was super sketchy. There was a lot of bugs on there, but, like, I, I got a lot of shit. That was, like, my peak of, like storage and music at the same time and all of it's gone like all those hard drives crashed or the computer wasn't taken care of or the laptop crashed like i've got lost i've like i've purged my entire music collection unintentionally so many times from like i remember the first time when i was like 16 and my cd book my like zip up plastic yeah. sleeve like two by two CD book, like the big one, all had one like of those. disappeared one day out of the car, and like that was it. Like that had everything in it. Like I was, I was back to square one. You know really what? Quickly. You know what? Fucking, I loved growing up. Aim get file. In yeah. The, in the Long Island scene, there was a huge like uh, community yep. of game get files. There was it used to be the MySpace get file group mm-hmm. where you would post what you were looking for. Yep. And then someone would say, "All right, I got that. Here's my screen name." And then in turn, that person would be like, do you have this? And they would, or you pretty much what would you have to do is you only knew each other through this group, but your folder would be open to each other to kind of raid each other's music shit. And it'd be cool. I miss that. And Soulseek, Soulseek, which apparently is still a thing. Really? Yeah. Soulseek is still a thing and there's still plenty of content on there. And that's where all like the rare underground shit is. Cause I love, cause Soulseek was where I would find like everyone's like demos. Yeah. Like, you know, the fucking Darkest Hour in 1995. Who leaked on Soul Seek and then when I found out about him, I think that was, that wasn't the brand new demos, was it? The what? <coughs> the brand new demos. Before, uh, <coughs> Dublin God. When they had, like, uh, an album where the shit that was leaked. Yeah, the fucking, what was that it? That was around that time. That was, yeah, that was, like, 05. Anyway, today's episode, we got, uh, Nightmare Police. Which, uh, unfortunately, you had to sit out for because you were sick as a goddamn dog. I was really bad. Like, I started being sick, like, <coughs> that Thursday. And by Sleepin's interview, I was, like, I was, a, like, barely standing. I was, like, on this perfect blend of, like, half and half Robitussin and Red Bull. So just enough to make that sounds awful. stop the pain and keep me going. Well, it proved to work because it was a uh, 48-hour thing. But, like, this second interview fell, like, right in the middle of that 48 hours also. So, like, I missed everything. I was supposed to go to the sleep-in gig. I missed that. I missed the interview the next day. (laughs) And then the next week, everybody else got sick, but with something completely different. So it wasn't my fault. I was totally off the hook. They had a stomach thing. My stomach was fine the whole time. Like, I was sick, but I was eating, like, Taco Bell like 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 a champ. Listen, you don't have to explain it to me. I'm docking your pay either way. 
I don't get paid. Well, now you owe me. <laughs> now your wages are negative 50. <laughs> Actually, no. Uh, I get paid in weed, so you're yeah. gonna have to, we're going to need some of that blood. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to fucking... You can have it back. We're just gonna, we're just going to drain the THC out of it. We haven't figured out how to do it yet. We figure you can boil it. We're going to reduce it down like a sauce, and then we'll put it back. What you just inhaled, I need you to exhale back out at me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're anyway. going to pump your lungs. Anyways, fucking uh, Nightmare Police have an album coming out in June. They're going to be uh, officially announcing all of that soon. Very, very soon. We were actually supposed to get some information from Ian, but unfortunately uh, some things fell through, but it's all good. All right, so we're not announcing or we are announcing? Nah, we just did. We just let everybody else know that no, they have the, news. They're coming out with an EP in June. It's from You'll hear in the interview they describe it. It's going to be a lot more aggressive. It's done. It's finished. So I think that Ian just told me at this point they're just finalizing artwork and uh, you know all the logistics of everything, and they're nice. they're gonna announce officially with a song, which unfortunately a song wasn't ready for them to debut with us. So it's all good, regardless. So so what are we playing instead? Eighteen. Oh yeah. So of course. So anyway, it was fucking good having him on. And yeah, you you weren't here, you bastard. I really really pissed that I missed it. Yeah, man. How pissed are you? I'm super pissed. I was scale of one I should have no called no show your ass, but I let you know. I let you know I was I was I was mature about it. Did the professional thing. Yeah, buddy. If you no call no show, I'm suspending you. <laughs> <laughs> one week, no pay. Yeah. I don't get paid. One week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You know what I found out right before the interview? I didn't know prior to. Did you know Nightmare Police was an acoustic thing? I think I did. I think I did it's, know that. It started as a two-piece acoustic I mean, that's, thing. I think that's what I was first introduced to it as was mostly acoustic songs. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about, James? Anything else you want to, uh, you know, throw out there? Chew the fat. Chew the fat, man. You're trying to chew through the bone? Like a goddamn hunter? Like a goddamn predator in the fucking dark <laughs> in the wilderness? Because listen, let me tell you, let, let me tell you something about predators. You know who doesn't like predators? Fucking penguins. Penguins. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. I walked into that. I walked into that fucking bullshit. That's it. No. Penguins are gonna go extinct tomorrow, and you'd be like, "Why?" And I'd be like, "My bad. I just, it just, there was no nice way of telling you to it. So instead, I committed genocide of a species." It's all good, man. I just, I'll just fucking hashtag James Man. Genocide of the penguins, and then you're gonna have every goddamn like Greenpeace environmentalist at your damn door. That's for. that's fine. I open them a welcome arms. I wrote Green Party. Yeah, but they're gonna be like, you killed the penguins, you fuck, you rat, fuck. They're gonna be calling you. Ain't it's, no blood on my hands. You're gonna have some fucking like dreadlocked hippie girl. They're just in a thick like Italian new, old school New York accent. Be like, hey, look, come here, you rat, fuck. What you do with the fucking penguins? We do have some aggressive hippies here in New York. <laughs> <laughs> You, you want to cleanse these chakras, you rat fuck, you piece of shit? <laughs> Come over here, let's do some fucking yoga and chill the fuck out. Yo, you got a fucking bongo there, drum there, buddy? Come over here, fucking bang that shit over here. We got a fucking circle going. Dead ass, bro? Dead ass? Sorry. You're jumping on this anti-Italian bandwagon what here. What do you mean anti-Italian? Now nothing... they've been, there's been a lot more Italian memes and there's been a lot, like, a huge, like, fight back against them. I ain't. What? I'm not I'm not doing anything. I'm not why you gotta make me feel why does why is it on this show whenever I say anything someone immediately makes me feel bad? Is it just you try to start a war between Italy and Poland and I'm telling you that it's not cool. What are you saying, bro? <laughs> what are you even saying? 
No, seriously, what, what, what are what, you what saying? What am I saying? I don't know. That it's, was that wasn't a rhetorical question. No, that was an no, actual it's, question. It's, it's like dribble. It's like vocal diarrhea at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I said, I'm shot. I'm just whatever comes to my head. There's no filter. Not like I normally have one, but like now it's just. That's great, man. You feeling like the guy who got kicked off United? I'm I'm just doing I'm doing live Rorschach readings of my brain and. <laughs> Fuck, every single one of them looks like shit. <laughs> you know what pisses me off about the fucking guy who got kicked off United? And like, it's. I didn't actually, I haven't found the video yet. I wanted to see him getting yanked off to see, like, make my own opinion. He started. All I got is all this, like, re- response shit. I can't even find, like, the actual content. I mean, I mean, I'm, I didn't put in more than, like, 35 seconds. I think I, like, I Googled it and it was, like, a page full of just, like, news ads, like, from the days. Past and yeah, like, here, here. Let me pull this up. I'm gonna watch this on radio where it really, really helps. No, oh, this is excellent because we'll be able to document your uh, your reaction there. That's what good. We got? Everything's a fucking wow. Is that it? These people's responses at the same and that was because they were overbooked. Because yeah, they knew they needed to fly a United crew member. Otherwise, the... why is he bleeding? Because he, they smash his face into a fucking armrest. Yeah, dude, that shit is fucked. <laughs> Usual. All right, anyway. All right. Yeah, man. Holy shit. And it's not like it was just like I was expecting like when I heard that someone got dragged off a plane and it was overbooked. I feel like my in head, my head I, f- I filled in the story that like they told everyone they couldn't get on. But some guy was like insisting he was kind of a dick anyway. So he slides on the plane and then they catch him in the seat he's not no. supposed to be in. No. no, there was a fucking four people chosen at random. One of them was a doctor and they couldn't go. All right. Yeah, you're right. Let's pick somebody else. No, you know the, what's even more <laughs> fucked up? Listen to the CEO's response that, that came out like fucking three hours after this PR disaster. Is this what? Everyone's been ripping apart because I saw like a bunch of really solid fucking posts from like Southwest and shit like that. No, they're not gonna drag you. <laughs> there's several posts that he made, yeah. but this is the the first one that he put out. Yeah. This is fucking ridiculous. This is an upsetting event to all of us here at United. I apologize for having to reaccommodate these customers. <laughs> Just think about that. He got his fucking he got his face face bashed in. We apologize. We. Ap- we apologize for reaccommodating your fucking canines where your fucking molars should be. You know what? You know how that came about. He's like thinking, he's like, "Fuck, I gotta get a response." The guy was a moron. He's like, and he no. wrote on a piece of paper, "My bad. We're really fucking sorry." And he went over to his secretary. He's like, "Here, make this sound good." And right. then walked away. Let me, let me finish. There's still. <laughs> I apologize for having to reaccommodate these customers. Our team is moving with a sense of urgency to work with the authorities and conduct our own detailed review of what sense happened. Sense of urgency, not actual urgency. They're That's just sense. thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, we should be doing a lot. We should be moving a lot faster than we are right now. <laughs> a sense of urgency. <laughs> we should probably get out of here soon. They're not getting out of here, but they're thinking about well, it. Here's, a sense of urgency. Here's my second favorite part of it. Because my f- favorite part is to reaccommodate. Because when I yeah, see- he, he's like he made sure he's like make sure that in the wording in there that they know that we were we were doing something for him. Yeah, that's that's uh, no, I slime just, balls. I, I just think of like see, I'm pissed though because I did just book my fucking flight back from Vegas and United flights are about to be dirt cheap. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not trying to be like, and uh, I guess it's just an opportunist kind of position or advantageous. I read. I read all right. Hold on. Anyway, let, <laughs> I don't let, have let, a lot of money. I need cheap flights. Let me. Let me. <laughs> so, all right. Let me finish this because this is my second. I favorite. don't support him. Let me finish this because this is my second favorite part of the statement. We are also reaching out to this pa- uh, passenger to talk to him directly. And further address and resolve the situation. I just picture like Joe Pesci showing up with a bat- baseball bat. You gonna fucking say anything? <laughs> you gonna talk? You gonna sue? You gonna fucking say anything? Nah, just a really nice Hallmark card with a little <laughs> pair of wings inside that says, "We're sorry we We're fucked sorry. you up so bad." <laughs> Here's like, some frequent flyer miles. Not enough to go anywhere, but you're in the right track. <laughs> we had to re. It's like yeah, we had to reaccommodate. We had to reaccommodate where his kneecaps. Were. <laughs> I was gonna say we had to reaccommodate <laughs> your face to your nose, and then let you know that you have no rights on our plane. Oh, uh, that's fucking ridiculous. And all the more, it's it wasn't even because they needed to, you know, other paying customers or whatnot. Yeah. It was literally to fly fucking crew members. Think of how uncomfortable it must have been for those crew members. Or Afterwards. Rather- yeah, yeah, right? He had to sit there the whole fucking plane ride after, like, he's like, and he was probably the whole time, he's like, it's fine, man. I'll just take the next flight. I'll wait a couple. I'll just, I'll just, it'll be fine. I'll just hang over for three hours. And they're like, no, you're getting on this one. Actually, no. Go get security. We're going to go get you a seat. I stand, I stand corrected. They had, they let that guy back onto the plane to catch his flight. Because, like, after the whole thing, they eventually, it's like, all right, it, it's going to cause... What are we going to do now? Yeah. It's like, it's going to cause more damage if yeah, we... Uh, exactly. Now we're holding him against his will. And I refused like, him a flight on the plane, even though he was not a security risk and he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. But, yeah, I was reading that the other passengers that took the places of the ones that volunteered to leave yeah. were, uh, yeah, they, they, everyone on the plane was not kind to them. And I'm sure they were uncomfortable as fuck. Yeah, right, man. That's just walking in the line. Because you imagine, like that, the people who were taking the seats that work for the airline, that they're just at fucking work. Yeah, man. They're obviously traveling on the plane to go to work farther, and like the plane ride's not exactly like a half hour. So like they're in it. They don't know where they're getting into. You know, they just stand there with their baggage and wait for the whatever the guys that handle that shit do it. You know, I don't know why they had to end up on an on, on a fucking booked flight like. I don't know. So far, 2017 is off, too, just a series of uh, PR disasters. A lot of fuck-ups, Full-on PR disasters. It's hilarious, dude. Pepsi with the fucking uh, Kendall Jenner. All the memes, though, that are coming out of the whole Pepsi thing and the fucking United thing. The Pepsi thing. You don't know about that? That's how, like, I am not up to date with anything, Kendall Jenner. One of the, like, quote-unquote, like, you know, Kardashians. Like, this is half-sister of one of them. She had a Pepsi commercial where there's like, I guess, like this protest that I guess that's supposed to, you know, mimic one of the Black Lives Matters or one of the like, you know, women's rights protests in the Pepsi and, commercial. And everyone's walking down with signs that say the Tried Pepsi to, logo. Or something no, 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 no. They they're like, you know, peace signs and everything. Right. And Kendall Jenner is in the middle of a photo shoot as she's like, you know, dressed up with her like, you know, fucking million dollar dress with her fucking full face of makeup. The whole protest is going by and she's like looking over and like intrigued. Halfway through this protest, she, like, rips off, like, the dress to, like, reveal, like, normal, like, clothes. Like, a fucking, like, wipes all of her makeup off to show, like, a less made-up face that's supposed to make to look, you know, natural. And she walks through the crowd with a can of Pepsi. And she's, like, cheering on with everybody. Everybody's smiling. Everyone's happy. And they walk up to, like, a crew of cops 
There's like, you know, like all oh these like God. soldiers and cops, and yeah. that's what they march up to. And then they stop, and it's like, you know, the old face off, like, you know, the girl putting the flower in the gun. Yeah, yeah. Except instead she hands of, him a Pepsi. She hands him a fucking Pepsi. Oh, my Pepsi. fucking God, dude. This, see, this is the shit that I miss. <laughs> I don't have cable anymore. I got, I caught, I caught the cord, man. I'm still paying like $100 for internet, but like fucking. This is what I don't get from like not watching modern commercials and like skipping no, every ad. I, I didn't know about this from TV. This would this was a full on viral thing. Yeah. Oh, dude, if you follow like any meme page, oh, they've been mocking the shit out of it. Like they just it's like Martin Luther King. No, I've seen that. I just didn't get what they were making fun of. Like, yeah. Sometimes you? you don't get shit, and you don't want to admit that you don't get it because you're just not in on it, and then every- you got to ask these stupid fucking questions. So instead, <laughs> I do it over the fucking radio. This way, like. Everybody knows I didn't fucking know what that cool new meme was about the cool commercial. So that that's what when everybody's saying, you know, some sort of injustice or someone got hurt in any way, it's like this someone should have gotten them a Pepsi. Where you see the meme of like Martin Luther King like fucking like getting arrested. Yeah, it's and just like, just it's like man, Pepsi's I wish I had a Pepsi. Oh shit. <laughs> like the meme of Martin Luther King like marching and you just see Kendall Jenner like yeah. right next to him holding a can of Pepsi. <laughs> Oh man! And the Pepsi immediately apologized for that. They pulled the fucking commercial, got rid of that shit immediately. Uh, it was fucking gorgeous. Gorgeous. I thought they really hit it off with that idea too. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we're gonna so we're gonna take advantage of this whole fucking political climate. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna sell some sodas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fucking weird. So yeah, no, it was that. Now we got the whole United thing. I'm waiting for the next fucking major PR disaster. It's gonna be hilarious. Yeah, man, there's got to be another good one coming up. I mean, I feel like this is the year for that. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Yo, how, how about that time we dropped that Moab sized bomb on that fucking Moab. <laughs> that Moab. little town, and we hit like fucking sixteen allies and a whole bunch of civilians, and like partially destroyed the air base that was still operating later on that day. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going. Yeah, all this shit is just fucked. I don't know. You know what I'm bummed about? You know what's the most fucked? What? Charlie Murphy's dead. Yeah, right? God damn it. I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't expecting that. Hit that hit me harder than like I thought. Dude, I thought that that was a fake article at first. Yeah, I was positive it was one of the bullshit like ones. And I'm like, usually they, I'm like, ah, oh, usually you pick someone at least who's close to death. And I'm like, no, leukemia, 59, even his family didn't know. 57. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, 57, fuck. In some ways, I think Charlie Murphy was funnier than Eddie Murphy. Even though Eddie Murphy is one of the OGs of the comedy and one of the greats to do it, Charlie Murphy had this sort of like... Well, that's because Eddie spoke. Murphy like started up high and then like slowly died off and then like Charlie Murphy got better with time. Well, I was I heard from somebody that Eddie Murphy never actually wrote all of his jokes. He had a writing partner. Yeah, and Charlie and Murphy was... No, 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 it wasn't Charlie Murphy. This is completely separate outside oh. of Charlie Murphy. That Eddie Murphy had a writing partner... And after, I think, Raw Delirious, whatever the second one was, after that, they had a falling out. Mm-hmm. And that's why Eddie Murphy started doing only movies and stopped doing stand-up because, because he didn't have a writer. Uh. And now, since he's been talking about it, I might, do, I might go back to doing stand-up. Mm-hmm. Word is, is they kind of like, you know, patch things up. They're friends again. Ah, oh, that'd be sick. I mean, he, Eddie Murphy's still one of the greats. Yeah, no, I mean. It's I, just a lot I of the family-friendly shit lately. It's just like, ah. Yeah, I miss Raw Eddie Murphy. No pun intended, but I miss when Eddie Murphy was like, his humor was raw and fucking biting. Probably going to go ahead and watch the worst but best Beverly Hills Cop. Three? Yeah. <laughs> totally fucking three. You knew it was three. We were at like the right age when that came out that we could appreciate it just for the fact that like it was neat. But everyone else who like was older and was into that, just like, that, is fucking- that was the shit. I was the shit one of them. 
<coughs> Edwin Murphy. True story that my family like uses like this accountant for like taxis and shit. The guy's apparently like a magician. I don't know. I use him like once or twice, but his name is like Edwin Murphy. And he doesn't take too kindly to the puns. <laughs> Feel me? Yeah. 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 Not even a pun, just everyone calling him Eddie. It's just like, eh, eh, eh. I did that. I tried doing the Eddie Murphy laugh to him once and he wasn't feeling it. Yeah. He, he, just, he just looked at me. I was like, eh. He's got a lot of those jokes eh. for a long time. Yeah, it's like Boy. fucking Michael Bolton from Office Space. All right. Anyway, we're fucking going off too far here. This is uh, me, Nightmare Police. They got an album, well, EP coming out in June. Uh, follow them on Facebook, Bandcamp, Spotify, Apple Music, the whole shebang. Uh, check them out on YouTube. They have a music video for 18 and the title track from the EP. And, uh, yeah, anything you want to uh, touch on there, old Jimmy? Yeah, stop putting me on the spot like that. I don't always have something to add. Well, you gotta get, be ready, man. Be ready. Or I'm be, ready dock, s- be ready. Or I'm docking your pay. That's fucking, <laughs> oh, God damn it. Back in the negatives. <laughs> Shit, this fucking show's costing me money. <laughs> All right, man, well. Have a good one. Enjoy. This is me, Nightmare Police. Have a good one. This can't be the end of Deals now are like 360 deals, so like you get. What do you mean 360 deals? Like they take percentage of everything. Oh, okay. Like merch, they take percentage of merch. They take no. percentage of, of guarantees. Yeah, the labels are taking that now instead of just record sales. So if you're authentically on tour, you have merch. You're selling merch every single night to fucking sleep. You know, have a hotel room and sleep in for the night. You have food to eat for the night. You still have to give them once you get back from tour a percentage of what you made on merch. Yeah. And guarantee it's I'd like tell it's them to fuck off insane. unless they're shelling out money for the merch. I'd be like, I'm not going to pay for the merch and then give you a percentage of it. I mean, I, I've, I've heard percentage <laughs> of guarantees, like if it's like a good tour package and like a booker put it together, but I never heard percentage of merch. Like For labels, because labels usually will buy the merch for you. Oh, so yeah. They get a percentage okay. back, you know? They, they, you got to pay them back for it, and then they take a percentage on top. Gotcha. Jared was telling me, our mixer was telling me that he wants us to look for a label to put out to get um, vinyl copies of our new record. Because our record's going to be done being mixed in, like, the next week. Yeah, oh, so it's already, like, fully, like, everything's ready to go, more Just about, yeah. yeah. You get up, like, a name, artwork, and stuff like that? Uh, we're working on the artwork. Um, we have a couple of ideas. Joe had a good idea that we that I really like. I told yeah, Jesus I, about I it. I like it. I like it, too. I'm all about it. I mean, what's the uh, sound going to be like on this new album? They're all different, man. Every song's fucking so different. Every song is pretty different on this new record. Um... It's 
kind of hard to describe because like we kind of I guess took it in a little bit of a different direction. Um, are we recording right now? Yeah. Oh, huh. I don't even oh. know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the recording's like the past five minutes. All right, oh, cool. All right. Um, I guess we're just like taking it in like a different direction. Um, not really like so far away from what we were. It's just a little. I guess it's a little grittier, a little more raw. Okay. I feel like it's less poppy. It's a little less poppy. We still have a couple of pop poppy songs on it's it. It's raw. It's raw, man. But it's raw. There's a little more like rasp voice in it. There's a little more like screaming in it. All right, sick. Um, you know, but it still has those same influences. That yeah, fucking awesome. This guy Definitely a little more aggressive. This, this <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what it's went. A, it's emotional. That's for sure. Yeah. I've gotten that feedback. Sick. The demos that have been shown, it's it's very emotional. When do you guys think you're gonna like possibly even like release like the first song? Like you have like a time frame or something? We, I know you guys are still in like the planning stages and everything. We do actually. They the the company that we're working with for publicity sent us like a time frame. Um, it looks like it's gonna be probably in a, like sometime in mid April. We're gonna be dropping the first song probably awesome. in like a couple of weeks. That's why we're we're kind of trying to get the mixes done um, like this week so that um, we have something to release, you know, with the artwork and everything like that. So we're, we're in crunch time right now as far as, like, our time schedule and everything um, and dropping everything and getting the You're right welcome. release times and everything <laughs> like that. So it makes it makes for a, a, a lot of stress. Yeah. But at the same time, it's... Uh, it's getting done, though. So it's that's, getting all done. So. Yeah. I'm so ready to just release the whole thing. <laughs> can't wait for the show. I can't. I can't wait for it to <laughs> just drop. Show and I want. And I want to. Like, all right, it's fucking out of the way. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I'm, I'm fucking excited to hear this, especially that now that you said it's more aggressive. I just found out that you started as an acoustic act. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's nothing like the acoustic. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> not at all. It's, a, it's, at all. it's definitely oh a nice God. little progression, but it's just it's funny to see because you uh, you started as the you were doing the acoustic thing in what like 2013, 2014. Twenty. Yeah, around then, 2013, 2014. Um, we did that for like a year and a half. Me and Justin. Yeah. Uh, you remember Justin, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, we did that for like a year and a half. And we did a couple of tours with it. And that was fun. It just... I wasn't really feeling it. And we were like, it was time to like start recording new music. And um, well, I was trying it just... To- he wanted to stay acoustic. And I didn't really want to stay acoustic. And like that's kind of just how it ended up. You know, it just didn't really... Well, how did it sound? Because I was trying to find some of the old stuff. Because mm-hmm. I was trying to like... Because I, I know the EP... But I was trying to find like anything else I could just so I can kind of get a better grasp on your trajectory from where you guys started to where you're going. Well, I couldn't find fucking I, anything. I know I took it all down. Well, I took it all I down. I found some of it on my computer like yesterday. Oh really? I was going through the Nightmare Police folder like trying to organize it. I was like, done it so many times. What's this gonna say? I just started laughing. I was like, okay, so this is different. <laughs> like, what did it sound like? If you can just uh. The vocal effect in Done It So Many Times is similar to the one that uh, is in the new stuff, actually. That was the really? one thing around. Yeah, it's kind of got that like same vocal effect. Well, on I mean, the, we did it with Frank. That was the one thing where I was like, oh, wow, this kind of sounds similar. Wait, you did those acoustics with Frank? Oh, shit, I didn't know that. Other than that, it sounds so different. So you guys have been with Frank since the beginning. Yeah, we've Frank's been working the with man. Frank. Frank is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Frank is the man. He's yeah. a man. <laughs> <laughs> So then, where where did you guys do this one? The new uh, the newest one? We did the drums at Barbershop Studios in Jersey. Okay. With uh with Brett Romness from On the Avalanche. Sick. Okay. Uh, and Frank. He always had it, dude. dude he gets nice the drum sounds he gets are fucking phenomenal. 
Oh yeah. Did you you got you got that like punchiness like the fucking, I was like, using his drum set, his CC drum set. It was yeah. fucking amazing. Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. <laughs> just yeah, it was great. <laughs> did, did he the massive kick drum or the smaller one? The smaller one, but it sounds massive, dude. Uh, the whole drum set itself. Yeah. Uh, so, dude, I'm excited. That I'm excited to hear because you specifically play drums like they owe you fucking yeah, rent and, money. So and I purposely, <laughs> I purposely didn't want to have samples over the drums or none of that. Like, yeah. I kept it very acoustic. So. Yeah, there's yeah. uh, it's a very raw album. Like, there's no samples on the drums. There's no auto tune on the vocals. Awesome. There's, it's very like. This is how it is. This is how it is. This is what we are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just trying to like get it out there as to like this is what the Nightmare Police is. This is what we are. This is like because like the last album like I like it. It's very but it's very produced. There's a lot of harmonies in there and like you know we're a three piece and like we also wanted to be able to do everything that's on the album. It's definitely live. sleek, but it's a great album though. Thank you. I, I mean, I've seen you guys twice, and you pulled those songs off live as you do on the fucking EP, for sure. Thank you. The, the one thing we get the most out of, like, when we're playing live and people see us and they've heard the record and they see us live, they're like, I wish you guys did more harmonies. I wish you guys did more of the harmonies that are on the record live. It's like it's hard to do four-part <laughs> harmonies to, yeah. with three people. It definitely sucks trying to, like, replicate everything, and, like, then you feel bad about what you're trying to do. And you're like, oh, we suck. We're the worst. Oh, That's dude, like, I'm, well, I'm the king really of that. that bad. No, but dude, I'm the king of that. I can play a fucking. I'll play the best show of my life, and I'll still walk off stage and just be like, dude, that was fucking awful. Like, why does anyone like me? Like, why are you friends with me? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, what is God. happening right now? <laughs> that makes it easy to be humble. Uh, <laughs> I think that's part of the gimmick, we play. though. Yeah. <laughs> that's part of the gimmick of playing. It's like, all right, let's see how this goes. Yeah. Yeah, and. Yeah. I mean, that's why I gotta take a step back from it because I I fucking stress about that shit. <laughs> I used to. My, I mean, I, yeah, you used to pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. You used to really bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've played so many shows now. That I mean, it's just like, oh, it's the same thing again. I'm yeah. Just gonna set up my shit. <laughs> you know, we had we had a couple of big shows last year that like I got nervous. Yeah, that like, was funny. That Matchbook show, me and Jesus are yeah, just Fuck you guys. That was my second show yeah, ever. Yeah, you were nervous. Shit in bricks. Second, <laughs> no, second show with the band or with second the show band, ever? With oh. them. No, with them. Yeah. I didn't think you were nervous. I, I wasn't. I was just like, like I knew right. one song. Yeah, I knew one song from them. And then they're great, you know? And then, yeah. Was it Marlin Room? Yeah, the Marlin it Room. It was the Marlin Room. It was like a 250 cap. Six hundred cap. Actually. Oh, really? Oh, we probably no played for like two. Yeah. We probably played for like 200 that night, yeah. It's like our second time playing with this band. It was, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was, that was fucking like nerve one of the most man. fun shows I've ever played. That was yeah. definitely one of the most fun shows. We got free sure. soup. I was talking about this. Day day. I got free soup that day, man. Well, like, we were the outside, weirdest way. We were outside of um, what's it called again? Webster Hall. Okay. Right, and this lady from across the street opens the like window. Does anyone soup. want free soup? From and a like, store or like her no, apartment? like her house, or house. like her apartment. God Dude, I jumped on that shit immediately. Like, yep, <laughs> let's like runs across the street. What kind of soup was awesome. it? I don't know. He didn't even ask. I don't even remember. You're just like whatever was. soup. I'm in. Like yo, <laughs> give me that shit. Dude, I, dude, I'm Polish, so the second someone says soup, I got like 20 questions. You What's had it? What is it? What kind? Is there fucking black peppers in it? Because dude, Polish soup is like everything is loaded with tomatoes, black peppers, and onions. Like to the top, and it's like fucking. I I can't describe it. I just can't. I don't want to describe it. I'll get nauseous. Anyway, <laughs> that's so. Uh, you're not in the mood for Polish soup anymore. So I definitely don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Gonna pick something different for lunch. Uh, it's fucking to this day. Like, I'm fucking. Put, I'm 27 years old, and 
my parents will still be like, Daniel, would you like some uh, Beagles? I'm like, the, 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 even the name's not appealing. What like, Beagles. What is that? Be, it's it's exactly that that I was describing. It's like <laughs> cooked onions. Oh, okay, okay, with the tomatoes. Yeah, okay. dude. And it's not even I like... that's what it was called. It's like, t- it's not even, it's like tomato paste. It's, oh, it's gnarly, dude. Yeah. It's fucking gnarly. It sounds like thick... Like thick roast tomato soup with shit vomit. in it. Yeah, dude. It, that's basically what it is. <laughs> okay, and I remember it's like yeah. a running joke in my family because when I was like 11 years old on New Year's, like they ordered shot. pizza... All my cousins ate the pizza, and all that was left was like Beagles. So I had like an eleven-year-old like tantrum meltdown and crying. I was like, "I don't want to eat Beagles." <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the, the, the bad guy in like the second Ghostbuster movie? God, I hope so. What was <laughs> that? Vigo. V- oh, Vigo. Vigo. Okay, Migos. Vigo. Uh, Ghostbusters three, where Migos is the villain. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Get the proton pack. There's Polish soup. Yo, yo, did you see the fucking new Ghostbusters movie? No. No. I didn't. I think somebody told me it was shitty, and then I just didn't go. You, you heard about the 23 Jump Street? No, was it? 23 Jump Men in Black? They're combining oh Men in Black universe God. with what? the 21 Jump Street <laughs> that, universe. What is happening? I don't know if that's going to be <laughs> funny or a waste of my life. <laughs> it's like actually a real movie? Yeah, this is going to be a real thing. 23 Men in I hope there's 23 Men in Black. They don't know. If, like, it sounds like a terrible porn movie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not going to click on that one. 21 Men in Black. <laughs> 21 Men in Black. This is not the video that I was looking for. not what for. I wanted to see in my head right now. Uh, oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think Will Smith or Tommy Lee. To- Tommy Lee. Yeah, I don't think Tommy Lee's coming back. I'd Tommy be Lee Jones. Surprised. I'd be very surprised. I used to do it for the longest time. I used to confuse Tommy Lee and Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, he looked so young. <laughs> he looks so good. That dude has like, I want to know the life that he led because that is the most grizzled fucking face I've ever seen. Like, you can like cut a diamond on the fucking like cracks in his skin. Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's. He's a crinkly motherfucker. The guy looks like he's never <laughs> smiled once in his life. Like, the fucking muscles in, like, his entire face just settled down on this part and just gave him, like, I guess, like, swole out. So he has, like, these huge, like, three cracked creases that are, like, settled a permanent frown. It's it's almost symmetrical, too, though. I think he might have smirked in the second Men in Black movie. I heard just that. I heard that took, like, 50 takes. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make your mouth go up a little? Yeah. <laughs> Try it, guys. <laughs> My smile muscles are atrophied. <laughs> no editing. Do not chop this up. Remember we did that with that interview we did? Didn't we do that with that uh, interview? We had to. Yeah. Because I said some dumb shit on accident. We were like... Uh. We did this interview with uh, Adobe Radio um, last... Or actually late 2015. Uh, it was like a takeover. Okay. But like they don't do it. It's not live. So the way they do those is you record them on your own like talking about the song or whatever and then the song will play and then you submit all the files to them and what order they're going to be played in Okay. and they cut it up and put it all together so we had to like sit in Joe's room it was me, Joe and our former drummer Steve and we were like we had to do like six or seven different tracks because we had to do like each one for there's like two covers and like the whole EP and like that's what we were playing with the takeover so we had like half an hour or whatever so we had like to cover this amount of time I think we had a full hour we had a full hour. Mm. We had a full hour. Yeah. That was a lot of time. And we spent a lot of it just talking, just bullshitting, kind of like we're doing now, which was fun. 
Um, but you, but like, you, got you still got to edit it. Pornhub, fucking, if you went on a video, and then once you, like, played it, and then hit pause, or, like, decide to leave the page, a window flash, be like, your video is successfully shared to all your social media pages. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, once you click on it, like, after you fucking have a panic attack and start freaking out, and it's like, nah, we're just fucking with you. Happy April Fool's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like that, that would bum me out very much. So, like all of a sudden, you're like the porn you're watching yeah. shows up on your Facebook. Like, just, like, <laughs> like everyone knows what exactly you're watching. You should be watching like midget porn. Yeah, like, like Danny Kopich is watching German Shiza. God, I just <laughs> got bored of regular porn. <laughs> Sorry, there's so much out there. How could you know you don't like it until you check it out, dude? It's it's way too much. Like. I, I've done it once where I fell into a Pornhub hole and I just kept going like you know how you go into YouTube holes where you just keep going through all the related videos so you, you find keep getting the with... recommendations and it just gets yeah. weirder and weirder each time and <laughs> every, you're just every... watching some crazy shit to the point where it's just like by the time I fucking like finished watching it I just like left my house and I'm just like you know bags under my eyes eyes sunken in cheeks sunken in like I'm seeing the sun for the first time like that shit fucks you up mentally some of the stuff that you see there's some stuff there's on there there's some fucking shit on there like, especially, I mean, if you're going to Pornhub, you're going there for one reason. Right. But once you start getting into these holes, like, the reason you're there, like, goes away. And then you're like, what the fuck is this? And it's like a train wreck. It's like you're disgusted and horrified, but you can't look away. It's <laughs> literal, it's literal Wait, what's torture. What's she going to do now? <laughs> no way. Uh, She's not going to put that in her mouth. <gasps> Dude, Germans and Ukrainians. They're into some stuff. Weirdest porn. Most insane porn. Like, Ukrainians, big in a piss. Piss everything. Piss on Germans everything. Germans, too, apparently. Germans like to incorporate shit, and mm. they get a little bit more creative with their piss. Like, they fill kiddie pools with piss. I've never seen that video. Yeah. Or video. I'm sure there's more than one. Yeah, yeah. No, there, there's way more than one. That's a lot of piss. Uh, the, I don't like know. How many people do they have different. to, like, let it yeah. sit? You or got or like, in there. Yeah. Have, that, that's like, help. That's weird. That's like a 15-person <laughs> film crew, and, like, before the shooting, like, all right, man. Fill up on a fucking gallon before indoors? you get here. What's up? Was this indoors? Yeah. Uh, it was like uh, a weird, like... Imagine walking... The one I remember was like this weird, like, sex dungeon. Oh, God. If you wanted to fill a kiddie pool with piss in my living room, do you know how much money <laughs> you would need to give me? <laughs> I need, like, a 10 grand like, deposit minimum. Like, how do you dispose of that, though? Because it's not one of those things where, like, with a kiddie pool just filled with regular water, just, you just tip they that just shit. leave it there. Bring in the next group of porn inside, like... <laughs> You just like you. Luckily, you have like a giant screen door that you can just like like kind of slide it through do, and do get you, it outside. Like, do you get one of those machines that you put on like, like pool covers to like soak up the water that sits on a pool cover start, <laughs> with like, like the hose that runs outside? Oh God, maybe get, like, they probably go to a hotel. Pump. Maybe they all drink they rent it. the hotel. They do that shit and leave it there. They, all drink, <laughs> they bring in the they bring in the next group. like a four dollar tip in, like quarters. <laughs> yeah, you don't even have to tip them at that. You don't even uh, have to tip them. <laughs> <laughs> if you're filling up a kiddie pool with piss, you should probably leave it. You shouldn't leave that there to begin with, so why are you going to tip them? It's the polite thing to do. If you're <laughs> 20 gallons of piss somewhere, you should maybe, maybe should leave a tip. At least leave a couple singles. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I'm off this topic. <laughs> yeah, this got like this got way real fucking, deep uh, into porn. This went zero to hundred. <laughs> <laughs> this went from six to midnight. <laughs> Let's get back on. Tra- <coughs> get back on track. <coughs> oh shit! All right, let me get this out of my hand first. So shows you guys haven't played in a while, and it's all with like preparations on the EP and everything. Yeah. Yes, that is correct. So, uh, is there, like, uh, also a time frame of when expect to see you playing again? 
Um, yes. <laughs> um, I didn't actually come prepared to, like... Are you, you going like, to tell us what it is? I didn't actually come prepared to, like, answer these questions in proper form. Oh, dude, like, this is like, hitting journalism. To be like, like hey, <laughs> so, yeah, this is the date, and, like, you know, um... It's I'm, basically early June is when we'll be playing the next show on Long Island. Um, I'm just saying at the end of this interview, I'm going to unzip my skin suit and I'm going to be Matt Pinfield. So, uh, <laughs> some oh answers, man. <laughs> You're with Limp Bizkit and the Nightmare Police! <laughs> oh Does somebody tell you that they're on the release show? Because they are. No, they're, they're opening. Not. Limp Bizkit is <laughs> opening the release show. It's like at a gas station. <laughs> In Akron, Ohio. They're gonna they're gonna open it with the entire album of uh, Hot Dog Starfish. Oh, uh, dude! They've been, apparently they've been working on an album for like the past four years on Cash Money called Stampede of the Disco Elephants. Really? Uh, I got <coughs> Lip Biscuit amuses me, and I also secretly really enjoy their rhythm section. Like John Otto and Sam Rivers are actually a really good. Like if Lip Biscuit, if you get rid of Fred Durst, they're pretty good musically. Like I don't ge- disagree. Wes is a Wes Borland's a pretty sick musician. Yeah, no, he's super inventive. He definitely has his his own thing entirely. But once you get Fred Durst onto the whole thing, it just fucking goes crazy. But uh, so yeah, early June. Um, <laughs> yeah, early June is when we're gonna be coming back to to Long Island and playing. We have uh, we're doing a tour around Memorial Day, which will be announced um, right soon. Um, and. Then we're doing. Then the, re- the release is going to be uh, June second. Is, is the release date for the album? Yeah. I don't know why I thought it was the third. Uh, the well, the third, the third is a uh, Saturday, so oh. it releases the day before. Friday is the. Yeah. The day of days. That's the day now. The day, the day of, of days. days. It used to be what? It used to be like Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. 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 So That's it's Friday day now. For a show. Yeah, they used to do release shows. Were still on the weekend, but you'd release it early in the week so people would have. I guess so they could learn the words. So they could learn the words. I guess they started doing. But now that it's like available and it's a stream, you can just like pop it on your stereo. And it's, and it's, and it's gonna be fucking all like Spotify, Bandcamp, title. Does anyone use title? Never mm-hmm. heard of it. It's like the one Jay Z did. It's the Jay Z one. Yeah, it'll be on Apple Music, Spotify. And there's gonna be physical releases too, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, we actually do. We actually do printing of uh, physical releases. Burning uh, Orchard. Yeah, Burning Orchid Records. Yeah, yeah. We do. Um, Joe and I do uh, CD duplication. So. Okay, sick. Yeah, so we're gonna be printing up some shiznit. We're gonna press them. Gonna press them for y'all. Then we're gonna dry them. No, uh. we're not gonna dry them <laughs> because we don't do that anymore. Because that was the worst. Wow. We were shirt printing, like we were doing our own merch. Yeah. And. We would spend, like, six hours in my fucking basement, like, with a heat gun. Like, I'd press the shirt, oh, and then we'd, then we'd use the heat gun to cure it. That's not the right way. And well, it would take It's forever. not the easy way. Yeah. It's, it's, you it's, you, you use alcohol it. to cure it. You guys would use alcohol. <laughs> I was That's you guys it. would get fucking housed. Internally. <laughs> well, because I'm going to stand there for six hours just, like, with a heat gun, staring at the same shirt over and over <laughs> again, and you want me to not be drunk? <laughs> <laughs> Do this really boring thing for six hours, but be sober for it, because yeah. it's important to have balance while you're standing over a table. <laughs> it's just there's things like that you kind of need more of like a shop for. Yeah. Like it's hard to do. Or just some kind of press for the drying would have. Yeah. Some just sort of quick drying technique. They have those shits in actual shops, and like it just gets to be too much when you're like taking on orders yeah. and you're doing multiple shirts for multiple bands, including your own band. 
especially if it's a big design. Yeah. Like that new one that we have, the Jesus drew. Yeah, which is it's awesome. Like the whole front of the shirt, and it's all like skinny lines, and you have to do like each line, just like tracing the whole thing. For those shirts took like twenty minutes each. Yeah. We only printed like twenty of them though. Yeah. Twenty four, I think. Took forever. We still have some left. So, so those cool. like they're very cool shirts. I like, I like those shirts. So it, it, if it's a limited run, just do the easy thing where it's just selling like one of twenty, seventy five a pop. Oh my god! <laughs> Last. We, we're we're not, I don't even know if we're I don't at think that anybody point. wants to buy them <laughs> for seventy five. They'd be like, Maybe nah. The vinyl and like and line and like number the vinyl like one through fifty. Yeah. Like that would be something that we could probably sell all of them. Pretty See, much, we don't we didn't enjoy that. CD duplication is nice. I don't mind it. No, I don't mind it's it either. Dude, I'm trying to get into vinyl duplication because that's my end game. Is I don't know what kind thing? Of... Yeah. Yeah. The machines are I feel like about that's like expensive. Forty Gs. Forty. G- forty Gs. So I would. For I'd like need... the cheap one. <laughs> uh, no, the cheap one's like tw- uh, fifteen twenty. But I'd rather if like you know sure. if you're gonna like the old age old saying if you're gonna do it you gotta do it right so yeah. Mm. The, and I, there's money in it you know. So the end game is eventually do that, but that's something I would want to get like a business for, get like an LLC, so then I could just take out a business loan under the LLC, get the fucking presser, and then just over time payments be able to pay it off. Exactly. Yeah, that's kind of how a lot of that a lot of that stuff works. There's a lot of this stuff works, you know. Yeah. It's all just business. Yeah, it's just numbers to, and business. Yeah. I mean, that's how it all is. I mean, how how long have you been doing that? How long have you been doing? Uh, guys, been doing the burning orchid records. Oh, less than I a year. Know. Yeah, I mean, I guess technically it started because uh, we had problems getting our first EP pressed. We didn't actually have hard copies at our release show, um, right? Like the first guy just never got back to us. Yeah, we just did didn't. Anything. We just didn't. No, I, the shipping got messed up on the first set, and we got them late. And then um, we got more printed in the meantime. It just like didn't really work out. Like we just didn't get in time, and so we had to basically do them ourselves because we were like we need these so we just did them ourselves so, yeah. and they came out pretty good yeah I think they come out good yeah so so we're like well, if anybody else needs CDs we'll do them for you because at least you'll get them on time because yeah. we know what that's like so yeah. Yeah. she's fucking brutal yeah we've definitely had to run out last minute for supplies before because it's like these guys need their CDs tomorrow I mean it's, it's better to have to run out for supplies that you know you can get immediately and get it done than have yeah. to hope and pray to God that the FedEx guy comes yeah. tomorrow by you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was pretty crazy. That we happened. had like a week to do this, this band's album. and We just didn't have enough blank discs. We didn't have enough CDs. And we ordered them early in the week, but Amazon, the big snowstorm It was snow that week of that snowstorm, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it got delayed like two days. It got, yeah, it got delayed by two days. We got them like the day after they were picking them up. But we ended up being we able to go buy them, them in, a store, in a Best Buy. The same CDs really? in a Best Buy, yeah. That's we're so lucky. lucky. That is yeah. lucky. So like, lucky. Okay, good, because now we can finish this and give these these. I would have felt horrible. I would have felt unbelievably horrible. I would have given them all their money back, though. Yeah. I would have given them all their money back. Be like, I'm. This is really sorry. Fun. It really been really bad business for like the first, you know, first I mean, couple of orders. You mess one up, you know. That's definitely honorable because there's, I know a lot of other fucking CD uh, duplication places. They'll be like, tough titties, man. You get it when you get it. Uh, well, that happened to us the first time around. So, yeah. Like, I don't want anybody else to not have their shit for their release. Yeah. yeah I mean, we would have probably driven around a lot more if we didn't find them at that, the one we place we went to. We would have looked <laughs> probably driven around a lot to try and find one. And we they probably would have gone to, like, left. Nassau County yeah. to, like, go get them. Something like that. You know, we would have gone as far as we needed to. We got the last one. Yeah. yeah. That's dedication, man. 
If you're hairier than a Wookiee and taller than... Sh oh, shit. If you're hairier than an Ewok and taller than Shaquille O'Neal, you might be a Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> if you're the co-pilot of the Millennium Falcon, you might be a Wookiee. <laughs> Oh, it gets me every time. <laughs> like, every so time. <laughs> there's been longer. There's, there's been some longer sort of pauses. Weird laser crossbow. <laughs> you might be a Wookiee. <laughs> Here's your sign. <laughs> so good. Holy shit. What do you think of uh, Blink One Eighty Trio? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I liked that album. Did you hear the two new songs they just put out? No. One, in my opinion, is really good. One is really bad. Seems Which one did you think was good? Misery. Misery? I liked Parking Lot. Parking Lot just sounded too much like they were trying to recapture something. I mean, Skiba's verses sounded awesome when Mark came in with his verse. It was just kind of like, all right, dude, you've done this verse like a fucking million times already. Yeah. That but was the one thing I did feel about it, too. I was like... If more, if, if Skiba sang all the verses in that song, it probably would have been a good song, a really good song. I'm getting to the point that if just Skiba just only sings, like I'm hoping that this deluxe edition he has like some solo songs, because Mark was honestly like the low point on California, as much as I hate to say it. And my that's my opinion. Well, but. I mean, as trio fans, for me, like I love Skiba more than I love Mark. Oh fuck I, yeah! I think so, it was, like, that's it's just exactly me. what was expected. It's Blink-182 and Agaline Trio mix. But I feel what like you gonna, that's what you're going to hear, though. <laughs> I, I feel like Skiba had to dumb it down, though, man. Like, he definitely... That's, but that's the thing. That's Blink. I that's heard, I Trio heard and Blink, you know what I mean? Like, that's the two of them together. Was it Cynical? That's, yeah. that's still like, my favorite song. Yeah, Cynical's sick. Like, I like that one. I don't know how he's able to do that. Like, the fuck-up he does in the recording and then just gets right back into it, he nails it perfectly. Because you know how he stops and says, fuck, yeah. and then kicks right back in? Yeah. That wasn't meant to be. That was a fuck up. I've seen Blink four times, and I've been disappointed two of them. So I just watched Travis, and Travis never fucking let down. Tom was awful. Yeah. Tom, yeah. Tom was good at the beginning. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like, I, like when they get, first did the uh, reunion in 09, I went and I was psyched, so I just got hammered and sang along with every song. And then I went on the Neighborhoods tour, and I just... Because trio opened, so I was more psyched on them. That's a Jones Beach one, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was there for that. That was yeah. yeah dude, Tom I was thought they did good. I don't know. I, I like even yeah, which which is really weird. I've never seen My Chemical Romance, and I saw them. They're actually really good <laughs> live. <laughs> they <laughs> they're are very really good. So surprised. Like live, yeah, performers. I guess. There's just I, the word. dude. I remember seeing them at like Sports Plus in like 2003. I was like, so God, yeah, I forgot that they had shows. Yeah, that was, that, what was now. that? That was the used. The used thrice. didn't play that show. Yeah, it was the used thrice in My Chemical Romance and Story of the Year. Story, yeah. That fuck, show happened at Sports Plus. That show happened at Sports Plus. And then, then a week later, I saw Hatebreed and Biohazard at that same exact place. <laughs> like that room was like a like a 50 cat. It wasn't big. On the back one? No, oh, the back okay, one was huge. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, never mind. I was picturing the little room. I saw Brand New there. I saw Hopes Fall there in like a smaller room. Hopes Fall. They're coming out with a new album. I know. They're recording it in Voodoo. Really? I've been was there. I not supposed to say that? I don't know. I didn't. I mean, I don't really keep up with the music news like that actively, so I don't know. I know they did just record at um at Voodoo. Well, we'll go, we'll go back. We'll research it. If I don't see it as news anywhere, I'll cut it out. If I see it somewhere, we'll leave it in. Yeah. Yeah, they did it at Voodoo. 
And uh, I'm going to say it again, because fuck you, editing. <laughs> it's all <I> good. Because <laughs> fuck you, editing. <laughs> you like talking to it's just, not a thing. <laughs> it's instead just going to be me later this week with like my headphones. I'm like, ah, oh, come on. <laughs> it's not even my name. <laughs> it doesn't matter. None of this matters. <laughs> it's Ronald Lodonowski. Uh, just say Smith. We're doing it! <laughs> this is like that Sesame Street thing. And the number joint. This podcast is brought to you by the letter B. <laughs> I'm just bomb. I'm, I'm curious because James left this here yesterday, that fucking camera, because he's like trying to figure out how to like start doing video for everything. I'm just curious if he's like laying in bed right now, sick as fuck, just like flipping it on just seeing how how I'm doing and then just like sending me texts that I know it's like you're fucking awful dude <laughs> <laughs> we sound like shit what would you guys say is the worst show you ever played oh everyone, man North on, Carolina for a second but it, wait, North Carolina oh, yeah. the dude did he have fucking dildos strapped to him wait something? what <laughs> like, it was weird man alright pl- please go into this in detail <laughs> no I'm gonna let them finish now oh, yeah. introduce hold on, wait hold on <laughs> So we're in agreement that that was our worst show because I think that was definitely one of them. It, if it if it wasn't the worst show, it's got to be top three. Cleveland, Ohio sucked. No, I mean that Cleveland show in the warehouse was pretty. Actually, was there were okay. some pe- people there. That wasn't that bad. The warehouse no, show was, was just okay. One drunk. I don't know. I remember. I think Greensboro might be. I think that was the worst. I think that might be uh, the worst one. There's a couple of kind of shitty ones. Um, so, they're fun. But, but, but like worse in the sense of just like weird fucking crowd. It was just the second you got there, you knew it was going to be off. No, we thought it was going to be good. We thought it was going to be good. Yeah. I mean, we don't it really turned, it turned. Like, cool. We don't really ever have. That's one thing about us is like we always try to go into shows with like a positive attitude. Like being a touring band, like if you go into a show in another state somewhere and like you're expecting it to be bad. Like it's probably going to be bad. You're going to play bad. You're going to have a bad attitude. And like it's just going to like kind of bleed through into your performance Thank and you. you know please teach me these ways so we just <laughs> we just try to go into every show that we play with like a good attitude and be like hey this show's gonna be awesome like you know whatever happens we're just gonna play have fun yeah because we love playing we're just gonna have fun so we get to the show and we're like that goes back to being like positive yeah like 10 minutes just like the show got shitty. I'm just gonna go have fun anyway, though. Now, like, whatever. yeah, we still there's we still certain do that. places, yeah. That but this show got really stupid. So I booked this place called <laughs> New York Pizza in Greenboro, in Greenboro, North Carolina, and I was like, I heard it's really good because we were trying to go to Charlotte, but we couldn't get Charlotte that day, so we ended up going to Greenboro. Dude, Greenboro. It was just the last band. That's what it was. Just weird. It was too weird. So we uh, <laughs> we get there. It was fine. We're having a good time. We get uh, a few days before this pop punk band from the area like hits me up and it's like, hey. I see you guys, we listen to your EP, like, I see you're playing a show here, could we play? And we're just like, well, sure, we'll add a fourth band, we can add a fourth band, it's no big deal. I don't know the other two bands, and this band's definitely pop punk, and they'll probably bring fans for us. So they play first, a bunch of people are there, and then we find out we're playing third, and we're like, oh, okay, that's not too bad, like, but it's 21 and over, and a lot of their fans are under 21. Oh, okay. So most of their bands leave after, like, the second band. Then we find out we're getting pushed to the last band. Mm. Um, Is the show at least running on schedule? No. Nope. Okay. The, so the guy... The band that made us bump into the fourth spot The band that made us bump into like, the fourth spot... Really long set list. Had, like, a 45-minute set. Um, they played... 
they were the, the singer was dressed in like what looked like traffic cones. <laughs> <laughs> dressed in traffic cones. Like it was all orange. He was wearing like he had like his gloves with light up fingers on them, and he was playing bass. Like he had and he had this hat so with two had, like, fucking like flags things. sticking out of the top with like little like those straight flags. Yeah. Sticking out of the top, and all in orange, and sunglasses. The the the, the, the guitar player had like was dressed like a fancy pirate. Like, yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> pirate? Okay. And the drummer was just this, like... Just an army, like an army. Just an army outfit, and he bet. was, like, 60. Yeah. Like, they were he good. Looked like you know what? The drummer was good. They were, they were like... The drummer was And they awesome. were singing about... <laughs> they, were, they were singing about, like, political... Political weird, weird baby <laughs> fucking... Weird. They were singing about, like, weird shit. Weird shit. What and kind of music was this? It was, like, punk. It's, like, straight punk. But, like, with weird viewpoints on life and the world. It was weird. Um, it was a really old, fat dude, too. Like, I don't know, his hair was receding, and it was just, like, weird. And, and then he we was super last. sketchy, and then he was trying to take money from us at the door. Like, at, demanded money and demanded to play last. And, like, or, like, whatever. Demanded to play before the touring yeah, band like, and, like, all this uh, stuff. And we're just, like, like, dude, dude why like, is this so hard? <laughs> like, it shouldn't be this hard. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Yeah. it was just a weird experience. Yeah. I mean, it was cool. The cool thing we always try to take something positive out of the show, regardless of like, because we were there's such a bad attitude at that point. Because this guy's been playing for like forty minutes, and we're just like, fuck, we just want to fucking play yeah. now. Like, it's like there's nobody here. There's nobody here anymore. Everybody you made left. everybody leave because you, you guys are singing awkward shit. Ridiculous psychopaths. Yeah, so and everybody everybody's leaves. gone. So then we play. We play to like we played that to band. like two people from the band that opened. Yeah, we played to like two guys of the band that opened. They were like singing along, so that was cool. They they listened to the stuff and were like into it. They bought some shit, and like it was still cool because we met them. That was like the positive thing we took out of it. We yeah. were like, all right, we met this cool band. They're in our genre. We know they can bring some people, you know, out to a show. Yeah. On last minute, so they definitely could bring people to show if they promote it. So like we made this cool fan. They're called Come Clean, by the way, if they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Come clean. Don't start on the Pornhub shit again. <laughs> they don't sing anything about that. Is there a clean... Well, do you have any paper towels at your house? <laughs> Tissues are a bad idea because they'll get stuck to you. Yeah. Like from left to right? Only if you're out of paper <laughs> towels. Left to right? <laughs> How are you doing it? you a second to get that one, I didn't tie my shoes. I didn't tie them. <laughs> Is that what the kids are calling it? What? Right. See, that was probably our worst show. So, what was the best show? That's a toss-up between I, like I think the house two. Show, man. The house show oh. was fucking fun. I mean, yeah. That was awesome. The one in Charlotte. The second one we did. The first one was sick too. I was just really drunk. Oh, Drinko de Mayo. <laughs> that was <laughs> so, so much fun. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> I was drunk. That one was. Yeah. I totally I was forgot about that show. <laughs> was that, there was that dude in the kitchen who just kept like handing us weird shots. Yeah. That dude, show was that like, fun. I have another shot, and I was like, I have to play in 20 minutes. <laughs> I love those dudes. <laughs> Come on, man. It's Drinko de Mayo. Uh, okay. But it, I feel like house shows, it's like you're almost encouraged to play looser because everyone's there having fun. It's like yeah. so they're all about the energy, man. You're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm glad that you guys are all jumping up and down, but I just want to make a public serve announcement. The ceiling fan is blazing right now. Like, just <laughs> be careful. <laughs> Keep jumping, but just know it's there, please. Uh, I've, I've definitely seen some disastrous. <laughs> just jump. That, that fan was moving. It was not on low. <laughs> 
going to hit you hard. And that house show in Charlotte where we had to stop jumping. We were playing a uh, Newfound Glory cover, and we had to stop jumping because the whole floor was shaking, and the yeah. PA was going to fall over. Yeah, that was crazy. You weren't there for that. That was no. with Terry. That was when we played in front of Adam Lazara That's, Taking Back Sunday. That was a yeah. Yeah. that house show. That's sick. He was yeah. creeping on us. He was creeping on us. That was fun. He seems like a he strange bought merch. Dude. Really? Yeah. He, he bought, bought two all shirts. <laughs> he bought two shirts, a CD, and he gave us we he gave us like almost fifty bucks. That's fucking awesome. At that house show, yeah. So the singer taking back Sunday is rocking a nightmare police shirt somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. And then his friend bought a shirt too. That he brought Sick. with him. His wife was there. His wife they took like a fun. night off from their kids to like come to the house show. How, how is he? Because I've heard like it was very, super cool. He was super cool. He was like mobbed all night though. Still yeah. at the house party. Like I just like barely talk, talked to him. I barely talked to him. Yeah. He came over to buy merch from me after the show was over, and like you know I talked to him then and was just like, dude, that's cool, man, and really didn't talk to him else besides that. He was just kind of hanging out. Yeah. His wife was like, she was a little bit. She was a little bit intoxicated. It was very entertaining. It was a very fun night. <laughs> she just. It wasn't like she, a sad she, amount of drunk. It wasn't a drunk. sad amount of drunk at all. She was actually just very lively. She kept the party going. Oh, she's all right. I mean, she was dancing. Dude, they were away from the kids. She was, yeah, dancing. she was dancing. She was having a lot of fun. Away, away really from cool. the kids for a night. It's, it's awesome that night away from the kids, they decide to go to a house show. Like, that's still like... But the, we played a second house show at that, at that same house. That was also very you, fun. Which was also very fun. <laughs> I think I had the most fun. And then... <laughs> you had. <laughs> it was the last night of tour. I was like, come on, guys. Home stretch. Like... I'm going to have fun no matter what happens tonight. And I think we might have had a couple of screw-ups in the set, and you guys were, like, taking it Oh, yeah, we like, took it pretty stressfully. hard I'm just yeah. like, whatever, dude. It was the last show. I don't care. I'm just going to have fun. <laughs> last um, show. The broadside show. That was a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, that, awesome. that was a lot of fun. I mean, the Matchbook show was, matchbook like, show. one of my favorites of all time. Yeah, that was just cool because I saw the original release. That's probably your That's why show. it was so cool for me because I was at the Matchbook release for Voices. Yeah. The day it came out, I saw it at the Crazy Donkey. I wasn't even old enough to drink yet, and then ten years later, I was opening up for them at the ten-year anniversary of Voices. That's like, fucking. That's so cool. it made that's it probably like, cooler than it would have been. Just I was like, I was just a random kid it's last defi- time. Definitely like a surreal aspect to something yeah. like that. It was. It was. It was. That was probably my favorite too, just because I've known those guys for so long. Yeah. Like I was around when they were like called the Getaway, I and like, I remember that. Yeah. They were called the Getaway. They were playing at the Sahara. In Syosset, yeah, mm-hmm. um, and they were playing to no one, and like I got picked up by their bass player. Like I've hung out with their bass player, like gone over to his house and shit. Like he's just and had dinner with him, yeah, like <laughs> his family and shit. Really awesome dude. Lives in Nashville now, and like I've always wanted to play with them since I was like a kid. I was like I'm playing in this band. I want to play with you. Like we get on the show, and I had a show with them in my old band YMGH. My fucking First band, like a first band ever. Mother's Grace here. I had a show with them in Connecticut. I got us on a show. Yeah. But their their parents of the rest of my band, we were like in high school, wouldn't let us leave the state to play in a bit, play a show in another state. So we didn't play. Yeah. Um. So after all that time, they just got bigger and bigger and bigger. They blew up, and then they released Voices, and it was awesome. And I kind of lost touch with them. Yeah. And then once we started this project, I was like, all right, let's just test out the waters, see what he thinks. And I was like, I went through their agent. Like, I went to the agent really? to get... Yep. I didn't contact the band. I went to the agent and said, hey, we're submitting for uh, the Matchbook show, so seeing you, if there's any local support on there, you know, if, if anything like that. Um, so you went to honor And we, I, you know, we said our draw, everything like that. And they got back to me and said, hey, we'll address this, like, in X amount of days. So 
they come back to us. They're like, hey, we sent your stuff over um, to the band. We'll see if you guys get approved. So they sent our stuff over, and then Ryan, I'm still friends with him on Facebook, messaged yeah. me. Was like, hey, I heard your bands. I really like it. Sick. Um, and then we got the email. It was like, hey, you guys are on the show. That's fucking awesome. So and it that, was that, just that, like it was that show drew like it was packed. I think it was sold out. It didn't sell yeah. out. It was, oh, like it was close. Fifty tickets from selling out. It was yeah. like five fifty, and the sellout six hundred. Webster Hall is it was the Marlin room. Yeah, yeah the Marlin room. It was it's not still, even the studio. It was the, the big middle. It's, room. it's a fucking big room. I saw all the atmosphere there. Well, uh, when you guys tour coming up, are you going to be uh, hitting any places that you haven't hit yet? Like, is there any way anywhere in the country that you haven't got to play yet that you want to? I want to go to California. Well, we haven't. Yeah, we haven't gone across. Well, we have gone across the Mississippi River, but for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, we crossed it and crossed back in Arkansas. <laughs> um. I mean, pretty big area we haven't touched. There's a lot of places we haven't touched. Like as far as we haven't played in like the like Wisconsin or Minneapolis or anything like that. And I see a lot of bands doing that in Iowa and stuff. Yeah, I feel like you guys would absolutely kill it in Minneapolis because Minneapolis. Keep in mind that's replacements in Husker Du territory. So the kind of like more or less like the pop punk and like melodic punk or just like heavy like melodic alt rock. That's arguably where it all started. And there's still a very devout heart to that there. So you guys would absolutely kill it there. I actually really like Minneapolis. I've been to Minneapolis before. I haven't been there. But I've played there with one of my old bands on tour, and it's just, I love that city. It's like yeah. one of my favorite places in the country, actually. Yeah. I mean, um, First Avenue is its own mecca in itself. Yeah. Uh, that place is legendary. Fucking Prince filmed Purple Rain there. Do you know how many times I've gotten stoned, watched him play that original Purple Rain performance there with goddamn tears in my eyes? Powerful. Fun. Uh, <laughs> what? One. Seventeen. You were way off. Yeah, I figured it was either going to be a lot or a little. The uh, other guess was five thousand. <laughs> it's over nine thousand. No, nah, that five thousand is how many times I've seen Haggard. Oh my God. Uh, I, I can quote that movie from. That One movie. is the number of times I've heard somebody reference that movie, and it was just now. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, seen that movie. I didn't think anybody else had ever seen that movie. That movie was a Bible to me growing up. Oh, my God. Mad, like, CKY2K, <laughs> CKY3. Yeah. Oh, my God. I might have to watch that movie now. Yeah, it's not like she's getting eaten out on stage for 311 tickets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Deco is hilarious in that movie. I, do, I don't understand why he didn't blow up. I think He, he just was always one of my famous. favorite, like, characters in that crew. Oh, dude, he was hilarious. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out if Andrew W.K. actually bashed his face open on the cover of that first album. Don't know. Could be fake blood. Just because it's Andrew W.K., I feel like I'd be let down if it was fake blood. Like, this seems like a guy who just parties until he literally just has a gaping fucking hole in his face pouring blood. Got a song about that. Yeah, man. Yeah. When it's time to party. <laughs> it's party time. hard. Dude, it's time to party. Party hard. Party till you die. Party till you drop. <laughs> party like it's 1999 yeah do you think that he really? likes partying yeah. <laughs> no I did, I've been trying to put together like an Andrew WK like cover band for like a Halloween where it's just everyone just dresses like Andrew WK and just does like a 3-4 song set list <laughs> it's only songs that have party in the title and she is beautiful but no one wants to do it <laughs> it's like this is a pipe dream I've been like actively pursuing for like 3 years and it just ain't coming to fruition yeah, I wanted to do the Halloween thing last year Halloween thing is fun. It, it's definitely a pain in the ass, though, because you have to literally learn, like, a whole set of someone else's songs in, like, X amount of time. Anything else you guys want to, like, touch on as far as, like, uh, upcoming stuff, news, 
Um, news. 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 Plugs and news. No, because in general, you guys have been fucking quiet for a while, aside from like a couple of recording updates here and there. So yeah, we've been pretty quiet. Um, this release is the biggest thing that's coming up right now. Release the tour. Um, you know, we're just trying to get everything off the ground again. Yeah. You know, it's basically just we're just really excited about what's to come and what we're doing with this, and we hope that everybody else is too, and they really dig the stuff that we that we're coming out with. Sick. So, like, second half of 2017 is just going to be fucking busy for you guys. Yeah. Any plans? we're expecting, so. Any plans into next year? Uh, working on it. Yeah. Still working on it. Would love to figure that out sooner than later. Yeah. So. I hear you. Maybe new music. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe new music. Maybe more tours. I mean, touring is always a good thing, man. I haven't, I haven't seen you guys in a while, so I'm excited to fucking see you guys start playing again, especially with the new shit. We're excited to get out there again. We're excited to see people and, and have fun. All right, sick. Well, I guess uh, let's wrap this up. I think we've pretty much hit every point, Yeah. I think. All right, let's wrap this up. Uh, you might be a Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to sign off with that. <laughs> no pressure, though. No, nah, it's fine. <laughs> All right, so it's, uh, what do you call it? The Facebook is facebook.com forward slash Nightmare, the Nightmare Police. The Nightmare Police. And then uh, the Bandcamp, the Nightmare Police.bandcamp.com. Yep. It, it, it's all on Spotify, Apple Music. Yep. Fucking Bandcamp. All right. Yep, Bandcamp, Spotify, Apple Music, the Nightmare Police.com also. Sick. All right, For a centralized location of all of your Nightmare Police needs. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, guys, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having us, Danny. Absolutely. Thank you.